Maybe, yeah, it could be, yeah. yeah. We don't even understand it. Don't even know what okay, now we're going to explain. <clears throat> Bring Megillat Estet. Oh, nice. We'll spend some time now studying uh, Megillat Esther. We have a month. We need to go explain it uh, in depth so you can finally understand the story of the Megillah. We'll try to do a chapter here and there, and you can finally get uh, clarity on this uh, most important subject. In order to understand the story of Megillat Esther, you need uh, a few hagdamot. There's two types of kings. One king is called the king that is Mugbal. Mugbal means he's limited kingdom, limited monarch, and one is called Milti Mugbal, absolute monarch. Limited monarch and unlimited monarch. Today you would call uh, between the, the difference between a democracy and a dictatorship. Whereas in a democracy, even the king is bound by the law of the land. He's bound by what his predecessors established. Uh, the money of the kingdom doesn't belong to him. It belongs to the treasury. And uh, like I said, he's not above the law. Whereas in a dictatorship, the money belongs to him. He's not bound by law, nor is he bound by any uh, precedence. He can do whatever he wants. Yeah, like you see, Lavdil. Hitler, he trans, transformed his uh, democracy into a dictatorship. Slowly, slowly, all of a sudden, uh, the Nazi party became a dictatorship, and he had supreme power, and there was no such thing as laws. Hasverosh is going to do the same thing. Hasverosh was not a king, nor did he come from royal family. Like the Megillah says, he was just a Hasverosh, he was a commoner. But what? Very quickly, he would rise to tremendous power. That's why it says, as he was just the plain Hasverosh, all of a sudden, Short amount of time, as he was he was still the common guy, but his power became very, very quick, and all of a sudden he became over the whole world. Absolute power corrupts, absolutely, and therefore now Hasverosh, who really his only heir to the throne was his wife, because Vashti was from the from the Vukhanesar family, so. Everybody looked at Hasverosh, he's the king because of his wife. And he had no problem, that's probably why he married her. He used Vashti as, a, as an entry into politics, into the kingship. The problem is, once he becomes very, very successful in his kingship, now he wants to elevate his kingdom to absolute kingship. So the first chapter in the Gilat Esther is one kavana, the transition of a Hasverosh from a democratic leader to a dictator. That's the whole chapter. Now you never learned it like this, obviously. The first chapter is all politics. And how do you open and read it? <laughs> so you read like this.
which means when he was still Azveros, meaning he was still acting like a democratic ruler. First thing he does is something unprecedented in history. He moves the capital. This is already a political move. Not convenient move, a political move. Imagine if all of a sudden the President of the United States gets up one day and says, we're moving the capital from Washington. That's the statement he's making. What do you mean you're moving the capital? The President for the past 200 years, the capital of the country is in Washington. So this move over here already, he's sending a signal to the whole country, all the 127 countries. I do what I want. I'm in charge. Nobody tells me what to do. The third year of his kingdom. Keeps on calling it Malcho. His kingdom. Asam is still called Sarab Abadav. Right there is a movie just did. In a d- democracy, there's levels. The Sarim are higher than the Abadim. When you make a party, you don't make a party for the ministers and the slaves and the maintenance workers. Because there's classes. In a dictatorship, everybody's equal. And that's why it says, Asam Sarab Abadav. Which means he took away their power. You're not a Sar anymore. Sar, Ebed, all the same. Not only that, Hayel, Parasumadai, Partemim, Sarim, Medinot, the army, governors, doesn't matter. The Fanat, the ones that were four governors now, they all, so imagine when they're coming to a party, they see the maintenance guy there. What is he doing at this party? You're equal. You're equal. Understand? Now, what's the next thing he does? He didn't take away any power, but he's sending signals by inviting everybody to the same to the same party. Normally, who gets invited? The Senate, Senate, the governors. All of a sudden, now the Senate, the senator is in the same party with the guy from the House of Representatives, with the same guy from the the, the janitor and the, the army guy. So what are you doing here? Well, I was invited also. Well, everybody's invited to the same party. Already he's cutting them all down. Now what did he do with the party? It's My money. At the party he shows them his wealth. What is he telling them? You see all this money over here? Mine. Not his. The government's. He took him into the mint. You see all this hundred dollars they're printing? It's all mine. It's a card to figure that so that's already, all these first people scheme over here is a shift. There's a shift in Ashverosh's political uh, 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 agenda to move himself now to a absolute monarch. After that party, he made another party for the people of Shushan Again. Now, what's the key to this person? He made a party for... This is for total bourgeoisie. Total citizens of Shushan, Bahasad, Ginat, Mitana, Melech. Where did he make the party? In the Rose Garden. Unprecedented. Rose Garden is limited only to state affairs. Now he's making a circus for kids in the Rose Garden. So what does that show everybody? Everything, everybody's equal over here. Which is all the other Hashub guys said, oh, yeah, I went to the Rose Garden. Also, you're a four-year-old in Shushan. I also was in the Rose Garden. So that already is to show 
There's no more protocol over here. I do what I want to do. Then it tells you exactly what was at the party. Now watch the pasuk says here. But this is a very, very important point of the, of the, of the story. Gam vashti amalka astam ishten nashim. Vashti, who until now, the, uh, the world understands that Ahasuerus' claim to the throne is from Vashti. Now Ahasuerus has to, with, with, with Vashti till now was a, uh, was a benefit for Ahasuerus, now she's a liability. Because as long as the people are going to say, oh, Ahasuerus is only king because of his wife, this is exactly what everyone wants. So now he needs to distance himself from Vashti. That's what he's going to do now. So Gam Vashti Amalka Asetam Mishte Nashim. She only is able to make a party for women. What do you mean? She's the queen. She should be making the party for the big shah. No, she's making Mishte Nashim. And where is she making it? Beit Amalchut Asher Lamelech Hashverosh. The king's palace. So already, the fact that she only gets invitations to invite women, she's downgraded. Now, notice how the, the Begila calls it Vashti. Vashti Amalka. Gam Vashti Amalka. Very important when you see Vashti Amalka over here. Sometimes she's called Vashti Amalka. Sometimes she's called Amalka Vashti. What's the difference? Malbim explains. Here, Vashti Amalka means to say, she's nothing, she's Vashti. She's Vashti. She starts off as Vashti. She only becomes Malka because she's married to me. That means she was a nothing. She's Vashti, who is she? So therefore, when the Navi is telling us, or when the, 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 the Megillah is telling us, Vashti Amalka, that's teaching us the Kabbalah of Hasbaros, Gar Vashti Amalka, who is she? Now what? Normally she's brought by Hashuvim. You don't send these low-level uh, security guards to go bring in the, the queen. You go tell Roy, Roy, go bring in the, go bring in the queen. Abed comes in and bring, bring in the queen. And what? Why should bring her in? To show her beauty. What's the end to show her beauty? Why do you want to show off his beauty of his wife? That's why I married her. Mm. Well, you think I married her because her grandfather was uh, wow. Nusra What are you talking about? I would have married her anyway. Look how pretty she is. So this is a, uh, uh, this is a move over here. Wow. So everything Ajwinos does over here is very, very calculated. So when the Gemara says, Melech Tipesh, Melech Apachvar, you got to understand what that means, even though he was no stupid person. Hazorot over here is a political genius. Wow. 
Now watch what happens. Vashti's not going to want to come. She knows what's going on. She sees what's going on. She's smart. First of all, he only makes me make a ladies' party. Now he sends me these abbas to go bring me in to show my beauty. He's trying to distance himself. She comes along and says, I'm not Vashti, I'm Malka. I'm the Malka. I was the Malka before you. I'm Malka first and Vashti. He's the outsider already. There's a big key, this Malka, Vashti, Vashti, Malka. That's what she was disrespecting. She says, What do you send these Sarisim? Never did I ever go with the Sarisim. Now, what does that mean? The king was angry and he was filled with rage. What's the double language? Explanation is the king over here, he was angry on two levels. Number one, he was angry on the simple level. Like any husband would get angry at his wife, she doesn't listen. However, there was a deeper anger that a hospital had that only he knew. She's ruining my plan, She's ruining my plans to become an absolute monarch. But that only he knows. That's what it pursues. On the blatant disrespect. But the anger that was inside of him, that's because she's blocking the move here. Then it's the double language. Otherwise, what's the double language? I want you to appreciate that because you're thinking to yourself, did I always learn it like this? How did I learn it like that? How did I learn it like this? How did I learn it like this? You never heard this part of the story before. This is a new way of learning the Yilat Bistan that you never heard before. But it's so glad that you're thinking, well, for sure I must have learned it like that. I just forgot. You're saying, I just must have forgotten it, right? Because I never heard the story told like this. Now watch this. This is an amazing, amazing uh, uh, move over here. He goes to the Hakamim. He goes to the Hakamim. What was that one? The people that know the time. Because it's the way of the king in front of people that know that Vadin, regular law. What's going on up there? There's two courts. There's the king's court, and then there's the family court. This over here was a crime that the queen rebelled against the king. This should have been brought in front of the court. That's called Yod Ha'itim. They know the times. Which means they base on who got disrespected, by who, what were the circumstances. And if they would have been brought to the court of Yod Ha'itim, the Malbim says she would have been held accountable, guilty. He rebelled against the king. Asveros says, This case can be adjudicated by any family court, which means all of a sudden, Asveros, 
he had a change of heart over here. He's trying to bring the case to a regular family court, which means the Shalom Bayit, Shalom Bayit issue. Right? We're going to kill somebody because I have Shalom Bayit. Bring it to a domestic court. She didn't listen to the king. Man. Listen, she's a, I'm a king, she's a queen. So this is a regular Shalom Bayit issue. Yeah, this, is where, this, this is what it means that Hashmarosh was hafakfakh. A second ago, he's trying to get rid of Vashti. And all of a sudden now, he's trying to, he's trying to save her. And so what he's doing over here, he tells the courts of Yudai team, this is not for you, this case. This case is for the regular, for the regular domestic case. Because he wants them to give a exoneration. You got, did you get this little nuance over here? He's trying to make a point, but not get a kill. Maybe you. So who does he send it to? Makarov Send it to the kangaroo court. This guy. Kashena, Shetar, Admata, Tashishmet. Shiva'at Sarev Farasumah. They know Epin Amelech. What do they know Epin Amelech? They know his expressions. That means when, they, when, when he brings them to the cave, they understand the king wants to exonerate her. He goes like this. He makes moves. She's a good lady, Vashti. You know, they know already, even without him saying it, Beferush, they can see your Melech. How did he present the case to them? Listen to this incredible Pasuk. Rabotai, Kedat Malasot. What does the law say to do? Mamalkavashti. Because of Malkavashti. Oh. All of a sudden, you see, now all of a sudden he's saying, listen, she's a Malkava. She was a Malkav before I met her. So he already he's presenting the case. He became the defender of Vashti now. And watch what he says. Listen, she didn't listen to me. But because I sent her Sarisim. That means he's throwing in all the reasons why she's right. First of all, she's Malkav you're right, she didn't listen to me. But could you blame her? It was behind the Sadiqim. I sent these low-line uh, security guards to go in and get her. So over the Azeros becomes the Sanigor. Understand? So now watch what's going to happen over here. Now you understand the politics of this story over here. So which, what's supposed to happen over there? What's going to happen is supposed to say is, so they understood what the king wanted to do. So they all said, okay, I'm Shalom Bayit issues, we posek that she's got to go to therapy for a couple of uh, weeks, the Shalom Bayit classes uh, with, with, with the Revison, and, uh, you know, Hashem Ozamo Yitin, Hashem Yitin, Hashem That should be the next pasuk over here. We posek two classes of Shalom Bayit. The next pasuk is the main pasuk of the Megillah. Vayomer Memuchan, who we know is Haman, he's one of the seven. All of a sudden he gets up, he starts to talk, what are you talking? Because No, no, no. Haman saw exactly originally what Ahasuerus was trying to do. So he comes along and says, what are you talking, Malka? She's Mashtiya Malka. She didn't just commit a crime against you. This is a crime against the whole kingdom. Now Haman is going to turn the whole judgment around. Hasverosh is going to scratch it and say, what's this guy doing? What's this guy doing? Doesn't he know what I'm trying to do over here? 
That means Haman goes out of his normal way of it all of a sudden. He defies the king. So he says, When this news gets out, it's going to cause a tremendous victory for the feminists, for the, for the women's rights uh, 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 activists. You know what they're going to say? The Umram. This is going to say. This is a great lesson in life. What is the street going to say? The Umram. That's going to be the whole story. The king said to bring Vashtiya Malka, and she refused. Now, that's not the story. There's some details in the story. First of all, it was with Sarisim. It was disrespectful. And that's why Vashti did not attend. But what happens with stories... As you know, people don't know details. People just hear the story, and they don't know the details. So Ahmad is saying, what do you think? This story is going to go out in the public. What are the people going to say? They're going to just make a very simple story. Hasverosh told Vashti to come in. She didn't listen. You think people are going to know behind the Sarisim, not behind the Sarisim? They're not going to know details. That's why when it says in the Pasuk, it just says, what are they going to say? They're going to, they're, going to, they're going to shrink the story into one line. Simple. They're not going to say, Ambashti was right because uh, she was disrespected. People don't get involved in details. They just see the headline. What's going to end up Those are the people outside. But what about the people that were at the party? The people at the party, there's a different problem going to come out. Where they heard the queen, in front of everybody, which means they were there and they understand the politics a little. They understand that she's usurping the king's will to become an absolute monarch. They were there. They know the story over here. They saw the underpinnings of the Malokit. And they're going to say, well, look at what she did. So the street is going to look at it one way. The Sarim is going to one way. So here's a solution. Without the Mabim, there's no understanding of this Pasuk. Imala Melechto, so he's giving advice now. Yesed Devar Malchut Menefanaf. What's Devar Malchut? Write a royal law. So, by the way, Haman's telling him, You're absolute. You write the law. Yikatev. Yesed Devar Malchut Menefanaf. It would never happen like that in, 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 in Paras before. You want to pass a law? Congress. Senate, House of Representatives. What's the royal law? Write in the law. What's the law you're going to write? Now she's just Vashti. Not even Malka anymore. First of all, Vashti is not allowed to come in front of the king. 
What was that law going to do? What did that law do? Write a law that, new law, just passed today. The queen is not allowed to come to see the king. You want to hear politics? These are political minds. You want to become a politician? You have to learn the first pedic of it. The genius of this move here. Why didn't Haman just say, kill her? Just kill her. What happens if you kill her? She becomes now the poster child for the feminist movement. She died al-Kiddush feminism. Understand? Which means she didn't, she's a martyr. She didn't listen to her husband. And look at that. She died for it. This is going to be a big victory. They're going to use her picture in the, the parades. Shahada. She, she's a martyr. She gave her life for the cause. So Haman says we cannot turn her into a martyr. If she dies for the cause, the feminists will call it a victory for themselves. So we've got to figure out a way to kill her, but without creating victory. So first you're going to pass a law. The law is going to say the queen cannot come to see the king. What is that going to do? Now the people will say, that really she was begging for her life. Really she wanted to come and ask for forgiveness. Really she was subservient, but she had no choice. They're ready the king passed a passed the law. So now she doesn't die a rebel. She dies as a subservient wife. That the reason why she didn't come to the thing because there was a law. You understand? Without the law, the people would say, ah, she could why didn't she go ask for forgiveness? Because she wanted to show that she knows that. that she, now, why didn't she go? They said, she wanted to go, Alita. She wanted to go back forgiveness. But the king passed the law. And she was squirming. She was crying on the floor. Please let me in. So this law over here takes away matrimony. In the genius of Haman? You understand the political move here? Huh? Unbelievable move here. That's the logic of this law. The law, otherwise you can understand, why should he pass a law that Mashti cannot come to see me? What, what, what does it do that law? Yikater, huh? What does that do for anybody? And then, And then you'll give the, the new throne to a friend that's better from her. What do you mean from her? So you learn better than her. But the Mabim learns that Tova Mimena, that she's better from her, meaning she learned the lesson. That she's not going to make the same mistake. She learned Mimena. She knows exactly how to do this again. What is this going to benefit anybody? So let's do what Haman says. The whole country is going to hear the king's decree. Kirabahi. That's the king. Haman now is giving. Hasmarosh's blessings, that your kingdom is Rabbah. No more are you a democracy. This is where the Nazis are now telling Hitler, Hail! And they will listen, because ki Rabbahi. And also, side benefit, 
The ladies will respect their husbands. This is incredible. Hasverosh should tell Haman, no, I don't want to do this. What was the Vayitava Ben? You see, he keeps on. In, in one chapter, he went already, he made two U-turns. In the beginning, he doesn't like Vashti. And then he wants to say Vashti. And now he's back to not like it. That's what means Melech HaFachfach. Fickle. Not that he was dumb. You think, yeah, you think, Hasverosh is like a... You know, some big fat king sits on the on the palace over there with a with a red nose and, and, and funny shoes. He's a hamor. No, not at all. He just was fickle. And that's the nature. So what happens? Bayitav. Bayitava Daval Benea Melech. Look at Malbim's Lashon. Why was he happy with the solution? But he needs the Sarim to tell him. Not only Haman, Haman's one guy. So, now he gets the approval from the party. That's the Nazis telling Azverosh, you got it. It means they abdicated their power. Amasha, Sarim is To send him out of the way. Now watch this last point. Everybody gets a letter in their own handwriting and language. And what's the law say? Number one, the man is the king in the household. And the official language of the kingdom is open language. This political move here. I said, imagine the president comes to the United States of America. He says, the official language of the country from now on is English, let's say. Official language is Spanish in America. Which means, imagine all of a sudden the king would say, the government would say, for now on, the official language of America is whatever you come from. If you're Hebrew, it's Hebrew. Chinese, Chinese. English, English. Yiddish, Yiddish. Czechoslovakia. What do you mean? Quite a country is this. What's the, what's the official language? That already takes away all the precedent. The precedent of a hundred years of a country having a certain language. So he passes a law already to show... There's no more paras. There's no more parsi. There's no more official language to the country. That's the already weakened the hold of the president of the, of the president. So he says over here. Ki ena malchut nikret ma'atal shem paras. It's not paras anymore. So why do you have to speak parsi? Now it's called malchut hashverosh. Malchut hashverosh. We have no language. You know what's going on? was the second law that was passed. Everybody rules in his house. Why? 
Till now, it was a regular law that the ladies have to respect their husbands. Now it's not any more respect. Now the husband dominates. Different level. It's like property. It's just like they do in Africa today. Now, what do you need this for? We're going to do chapter bed tomorrow, but what do you need this for? Ulam, mashik dima parasha zot. What do you need this parasha for? This has nothing to do with the story of Purim. What do you need this whole political chapter for? V'et hayavdu lekolam bepurim ki ilu hi shayechet asipur anes. I'm going to give two reasons why this chapter is key. The setup. Alef watama ikari etzli. This is the foundation for the next coming chapters. If he wasn't trying to become an unlimited monarch, he wouldn't be able to take a step. They would never agree that the way you find a new queen is making a beauty pageant. <laughs> What do you think of that? Especially to take a no-name? If you're representing Malchut Paras, you can't take some uh, flan flan from the street. Not only that, the king would never be able to give Haman all this unlimited power. So it has to tell you that because Asfrosh urged to become Malchut, that's the setup where everything else is going to be accepted in the government. Why they allowed to make a beauty pageant? Nobody questions. Why Haman can get the king? Nobody can tell him anything. Could you tell Hitler anything? At a certain point, you couldn't tell Hitler anything. And that's what it means in the Gemara. If it wasn't for the first Igarot, if it wasn't for the first letters, the second letters would not have been fulfilled either. What does that mean? The first letters are showing over here. These are the first letters. That shows I'm an unlimited king. If it wasn't for those first letters that established that he was the unlimited king, what was the second letters? The second letters were... To go kill all the Jewish people. If it, if it was, this is the setup for the second letter. How, how, can, how can the ministers allow a king just to run away with, with genocide? This, this, these letters over here is the foundation for the second letters of the genocide. Understand? Again, how did Hitler get away with killing six million Jews? Where was all the, 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 the good Democrats in, uh, in uh, Nazi Germany? No, no. That's Perik Aleph. Perik Aleph is creating the dictatorship. Once you create the dictatorship, there's no resistance. He was able to barrel through every, every country without any resistance. See, I have to learn to say Azverosh and Hitler. This is the rise of Hitler. The rise of Adolf Hitler is the rise of Azverosh. And that's what the Gemara says. Azverosh was worse than Haman. Azverosh 
creates an environment that a Haman can thrive. Which means, Hitler, I don't know if he killed any Jews physically. I don't know if he killed any Jews physically. <laughs> but, so he can tell me. Who's worse? The SS guy that killed a million Jews or Hitler? Hitler, because he created the environment where SS soldiers can kill Jews all day long. So Hasverosh creates the environment that a Haman can thrive. So Hasverosh is a bad guy. We always say Hasverosh, jolly old king. Hasverosh, good guy, funny guy. Haman's bad, don't get me wrong. So uh, you're going to start now, who's worse, Eichmann or, uh, or Hitler? They're both bad. They're not the terefa. But you're dealing over here with Nazis. You know, the, the story of Purim, because we read it on such a festive day and with joy, and we never saw these people before. So we compare them to like as cartoon characters, these guys. But if you change the names to Hitler and Eichmann, oh, then I read the story, it's a serious story. These were, these were men over here with sinister plots, and these were men with political uh, chicanery, and stratagem. Last point. Doshenit. Ahar shanis hazeh lo yabo davar yosimek. It's just a very, nothing in the story of Megillat Estate is supernatural. There's no splitting of the sea. It's all just natural event. Kisha isha yafa banashim tisner etzon amelech ba'ala. That a lady doesn't lift her husband. Happens. It's not a nest. So it tells us all this over here. So he says it's giving us his nature. This is the key. This, so you, this over here gives you the profile of Hasmanos. Tivol. Shagam shahavet vashti amavet. He loved her. Mikom akum mepne ahavat tov. When he heard Ahmad's claim, hey, this is going to affect Shalom Bayit around the country. As, or because of his unlimited kingdom, he overcame his love for, for a different cause. And still, with, that was his nature. Which means Esther is going to change his heart to, to save the Jews. That's going to be Me'et Hashem. Because he doesn't care about his wife. You see, he didn't care about Vashti. As much as he loved her, for the greater good of what he felt was good, he killed her. So when Esther comes in and says, eh, for the greater good, better good, okay, for the greater good. I'm, not, I'm your wife, I'm your wife. Who cares about your wife? For the greater good, I think the world should be without Jews. Based on this chapter, he should kill Esther. Just like he killed Vashti. Even though he loved Esther, he loved Vashti also. But for other factors, he takes the love of his wife and he puts it on the side for an agenda. But in Esther's case, he's going to side with his wife. So this is important to know. That that must be made to Hashem. Because he didn't do that in chapter 1. What he's going to do in chapter 7 or 8 is not predictable because in chapter 1, as much as he loved his wife, he didn't listen. And all of a sudden, chapter 7, he doesn't think there's wife. 
That's where the Shem. There's something changing his nature over there. That's from God. So you need to know this Reka to get the full power of the miracle that's going to happen later on. That's one chapter.